Welcome to Blue Collar Whitetails. We're talking deer, baby. Here we are tonight. We got Matt Dawsman with us. We're going to cover a few topics that I got jotted down here everywhere from off-season prep, uh, what's expected of this year that he's going to run, and also uh, a little bit of fun questions in here as well as to a uh, couple exciting things going on tonight. We'll have an unboxing little package that was sent to me today by River City Baits. And uh, oh, damn. something coming down the pipeline from Blue Collar Whitetails that you guys will actually be able to use in the field. So, Matt, welcome back. It's been a minute, but it's the off-season. You know how that goes. Sure do, Jake. It's been busy off-season. Oh, it, it's been unreal. It's uh, been especially, crazy. Especially for your end. Uh, you got quite a bit going on. Um, that I do. Uh, talk a little bit about, about the D-Factor. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, it started last week, as a matter of fact. Something I wanted to do for probably 20 years and finally decided to do it jumped in i jumped i jumped in i had a little push something big happened back on my birthday went to the uh indie deer and turkey show yep ended up meeting nose down which is a scent product company for deer out of tennessee and ended up standing there talking to him for about two hours <laughs> and all night. <laughs> I, I had a lot of questions for them. Right. I picked their brain. I wanted to see what it was all about. And they've been in it for four years, and this is their fifth year. And they're going strong and they're growing. Yep. I got an opportunity to be a pro staff member, so I, am, I took it. I'm now part of Nose Down, and I went and created my own page just so I could promote more and see where this goes. Yeah. I mean. Nothing wrong with that. I've hunted this from my 36th year coming, and I'm into it all the time. Yep. I run cameras in the summer. I run mock scrapes. I've had good luck with it the last four years, and it's just fun. Oh, yeah. But I'm excited, and you got your I'm own just, platform now. You can begin uh you know, push deep on that. Yeah, I. Uh, Which would help from the pro staff standpoint and you know everything else. I plan to post quite a bit. I plan to get into the video game a little bit, and we'll just see where it goes. Yeah. But it's a wild I mean, ride. Better jump on it. Why not? It's been my life forever, and it's my passion. It's what I do. Yep. Why not share it and chase it? Yeah. Yep. That's, that's kind of like when we uh, fell back and Fulton and I are like, we got to start recording these talks we're having at the tailgate, you know, an hour after we're done hunting, you know. I know, and if you only had a mic, only every a mic. time you're sitting yep. on tailgate and people start talking. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah, you, the words, well, the stories. That, that lost information, too, like, yeah, we'll talk for an hour, and then it's like that conversation was kind of forgotten about. But we might be like, oh, remember last night when we were saying we should go hit this? Yeah, we should probably do that. Mm-hmm. Now it's cool. Yeah. I can look back and be like, oh, what were we talking about? Like, what should we do? And I even catch myself, uh, the, the funnest episodes we have are the gun season needs. And sometimes oh, man, work, I cannot wait again. Oh, yeah. That was a blast. But sometimes at work when I'm driving, you know, I run out of podcasts because not everybody uploads every day. Yeah. So I'll go back to uh, our podcast and uh, 
you know, the, the gun season, season ease. I about wrecked the truck from laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty cool. They are fun times. And yes, I'm still field staff for blue collar white yeah, tails yeah. as well. Wouldn't want it any other way. No, we got three labels going right now. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Take yeah. Uh huh. Um. So, like I said, or like we just mentioned, you kind of been busy with the the whole scent game getting picked up. The uh, D Factor Outdoors. Uh, as far as off season prep, have you been able to get out and do any, or is it mostly just been shed based? I've only got a chance to go out a couple times shed hunting, and I found nothing. There is still guys getting pictures of bucks holding antlers as of right now, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. But it ain't stopped yep. raining. It just keeps raining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I crazy. have two stands underwater right now. Again. Well, I hate to see our swamp how high up that is. I, oh, I bet it is, too. Um, But my aunt, she lives in the city, and there's a lot of cities here right there and they come in the backyard they build a big trough for them to eat out of oh i've been and seeing a lot of deer in the last week point came back there both sides and this was like a week ago both yeah sides. so that's I because winter that's wasn't gonna, that stressful well, it didn't get that cold how how that in turn is going to affect the growth this year is it going to be prolonged waited a little bit like is it going to uh is it going to be you know it's got to be <sighs> Which, at the same time, I don't know, though. That I don't know. All I know is they say when it's a wet spring, we're actually going faster and bigger. When it's a dry spring, there's not as much mineral. There's not as much nutrients out there for the animals. They don't get as big. What the... So, for right now, we are soaking in spring. Well, I already noticed behind my house, I can see the honeysuckle starting to go. They're already finding mushrooms. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Well, that's wild. Just a couple counties south, they're starting to find mushrooms already. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, I really hope, like what you said, uh, this whole weather, hopefully it does turn in our favor, favor this upcoming deer season. Uh, one, I kind of got a little bit of a chip on my shoulder going into this season, just based off of the mistakes I made. Um, I'm kind of going to push myself quite a bit harder this off season. I already have, I got the indoor, uh, in your yard archery range so i have no excuse that's right bass Uh, pro shops up in here so i got my outside range i can shoot like 80 yards if i wanted to but uh i was like you know what a 10 yard in here it's right before the door when i walk in to go in for the night there's no reason i can't sling one arrow or that's right it's muscle memory it's it's Getting your draw, it's getting your anchor point, it's getting your muscles to work every it, day. And the kids are kind of holding me accountable now because they're always like, "Hey, can we go out there and shoot the bows?" I'm like, "Yeah, so we go out there." So they got like their uh, their small little youth bows and whatever, and they'll yeah. I'll shoot one, then they'll shoot, and then go back and do the same thing. But it might only be ten yards, but it's that muscle memory, is that consistency. And you're shooting your bow. Yep. That's the biggest thing. You're shooting your bow, you're training your eye, you're training your muscles, mm-hmm. your form, you're working on it every day. And th- like I said, this year I went back to a peep. I got one installed. Um, so I had to adjust my bow a little bit, which is nice in the 10-yard range. Plus I don't have to slop through the mud outside right now. Cause that's, yeah. That's all underwater. No where crap. I um, Tons of water. So Speaking of peep. I'm going to a bigger peep this year. Large one? Yes. Yeah. Why? Old age. Yeah. <laughs> and more light, too. That's right. More light. More light right when they decide to come out every time, the last 10 minutes of light. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, 
I really, uh, I'm, I'm, I know everybody says they're itching for season, but like, I'm really, I'm really geeked, uh, as far as what Colton and I have done this off season, uh, I think it was last weekend, went up and did some reduction zone, uh, prep, which was highly needed, it's been, you know, kind of, no, I wouldn't say tossed by the wayside, but when you put majority of your time out here where you live, uh, obviously your other property is probably going to suffer a little bit. And with, Yeah, not as close. And what's crazy, too, and I was telling him about this, this is the first year in five seasons I have not shot a deer up at her dad's property. So, like I said, I'm... you got to break that streak. Yeah, i got a big you got to break it. Coming on my, uh, on my shoulder that... Uh, yeah needs to get taken care of but at the same time i need to realize i might have that chip but i can't be stupid about it um no gotta play it smart so really going to focus more you know doing things the right way and not cutting corners uh i and i was going to bring this up i was listening to a podcast today bill winky was on and, Ah. and he he's like i'm thinking about writing an article I haven't done it yet. And the article was if you had uh if you had a you had to kill a one hundred and seventy inch buck or it was your life, how would you treat that season? As to Yeah, so oh, wow. you don't kill him. You don't kill him or you know, are you gonna cut corners? Are you mm-hmm. gonna are you gonna make sure you're taking that correct entry into that woods? Are you going to make sure you're playing it right? Should I really sit here today? You know, if your life yeah. depended on it, how would you hunt that deer? That's and a I killer thought, question. I thought that was pretty cool. Yes. So he's like, you know, throw... That really makes you think. He's like, you know, obviously cap yourself at a budget. You know, be realistic about it. But if... And, and you know, that's kind of extreme saying, you know, these deer, whatever, your life depend on it, but... You know, I'm kind of thinking that's kind of cool going into this year with that mindset. You know, if I really want that mature deer, yeah. how, how am I going to tackle this season? You know, did we play sloppy last year? And that's why we, and we did. The first sit of the season, a regular season, we got sloppy. <laughs> we were expecting this herd of does to come in because they were every every day oh, at yeah. the same time. And we're like, where are these deer? Mm-hmm. Well, we started messing around up in that stand moving stuff and all that and we got caught moving they were they were better right behind us and that you know we we need to just like he said you know get a little bit more dialed in obviously everybody's jacked for the first sits and all that stuff now's the time yeah now's the time to dial in yep. now's the time to switch stands whatever you're going to switch and let it rest clear till you're ready to walk in there opening day oh, yeah. i was out I mean, there cutting out old straps uh that were just hanging on my my stands, which I've never. Well, I, I for the most part I take really great care. But we're talking about uh, a property that you know is close to an hour away, and you know, like last year I had a I had a strap bust on me when I wasn't there, so I just replaced it with another one. Well, I mm-hmm. left that one attached to the tree because I was in a rush and all this stuff. But so I took time to beat the storms, cutting stuff down. Um, I hung the one stand that Colton and I sit in. I hung my stand another probably foot and a half, two feet higher. So it's not in his way like it was before. And now yeah. I got another vantage point. So now I need to bring a pole saw out there, cut that down so I can shoot out farther. 
Um, it's going to help out a little bit more. I won't be eye level with the deer on the ridge behind me. That's just, good. Just trying to make it better. And uh, like when we went shed hunting, found another tree down by the creek. And I'm like, dude, we if we would move our set another 40 yards down to this creek. Because off the intel we learned this year, where they come up every time. And sometimes they catch us not being ready. You know, now we know where they're coming, how they're using the creek and all that stuff. We just need to move that. Is the creek up. flooded now? No, it's probably high. All everything that comes through that drink that creek creek floods the swamp. Ah. But they use that. They're mm -hmm. they're they're running right up against it. Mm-hmm. And then shooting up to us. Why not go down there where we can be completely tucked in the foliage because we'll have honeysuckle on a ridge behind us. Whereas where we're at now, we're kind of sitting at the top of this ridge, and when the leaves come off, they're they like are. corn dog on a stick. Yeah, yeah. Why not move it down thirty yards mm -hmm. or whatever? Have our backs up against some screen because that that honeysuckle stays on through gun season. Yeah, I mean that stays on forever. So I don't know, just some little things that we've been trying to do. Well, to remind you, this just happened to me. Remember a couple years ago, you were freaked out that. They logged your woods. Mm -hmm. They tore it up. They left all them treetops down oh, and yeah. logging roads, and you were just devastated. Oh, yeah. Looked like shit. It just happened to me. Oh, dude. Chuck's just I got hope logged. You have enough mineral. Chuck's <laughs> just got logged two weeks ago. Place a disaster. Me and Dad's have to go in there and cut some land. The four wheeler, four -wheeler lanes, they're all blocked. Best thing I can tell you is find I can't. a pinch close. I need to move a stand. Yep. I cannot get to that stand right now because there's treetops in front of it. Find a pinch close because they they use the piss out of all it's I done know. is created more bedding and it's the best thing. I know ever it's happened. gonna hold more deer. But the problem I have right now, which is now the time to move stands and mm -hmm. get things situated before the fall, I can't get to it because treetops. We gotta cut our way in there. The logging company just left them lay. Oh yeah. Destroyed trees, getting other trees out oh, yeah. is, is a disaster. Oh, dude, it's awful. I, I know exactly. We're going to be in there for a month. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I'm telling you. It, it, it's insane. So I still have my brand new stand sitting at the house in the box because there's no point in putting it together yet because I can't even get to the stand I want to pull out to move to the new 59 acres of swamp that I acquired. That's what I was going to ask you about. And so I'm kind of at a stuck point. But now I may have to put the new stand in the swamp instead of chucks. Like Two weeks right now. Okay. It just happened. Because I'll tell you what was kind of good about when they did it. I could see how they adjusted when it was down. Correct. So, so you were worried. What did I tell you when yeah. it happened? You were worried as crap. Yep. You're like, it's going to suck this year. Yep. And what did I tell you? Uh, it's going to be banger. We're going to bring them in. And what happened? It did. It brought in way exactly. more deer. Mm -hmm. but, but the thing is, it kind of changed their how they move through the woods just because everything's all messed up, which is fine. Yeah, there's piles everywhere. So it's you're, gonna. Ki you're kind of in a, a pickle here as to where does it go? You know what I mean? That's like, what we got to do. We got to figure out and cut paths. Yeah. And I would. <laughs> you got to do it quick because that fold is coming. It won't stop raining. I mean, it's almost turkey season. It feels too soft to get back to the woods because the woods is like a half mile off the road. You'll probably see a lot if you go turkey hunting. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
a lot of I mean that's that's a whole I mean they were walking underneath the set we hung two years ago but the good news is it looks the weather and for the next clear till next weekend no more rain so it's finally going to dry up a little bit and it might be dried up enough by next weekend to get in there and really start getting after it yeah um but hell turkey season's be here in three weeks yeah and you can scout and do that at the same time I know it uh like I said, we, we've made some improvements. Uh, I'd still like to hang another set out here, but I don't know. Like I said, and that's what's hard, too, with that other <coughs> me. It's like I want to learn what went wrong last year up there as to why it just stopped. I did not see a doe until the week in November when they were chasing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so I couldn't get away from the bucks. I didn't have no problem with that. <laughs> That's but a good problem to have. Go first, you know. Yeah. I mean that that's that's my ball game up there. I mean, well, I try to do that every year right off the bat, and mm-hmm. I had just as much good luck as you did last year at the beginning of the season. It sucked. Oh, it was trash. It was. I think it was. Do. It was. Yeah. It started out horrible, and then gun season hit, and it ended up turning out okay. Turned around, but no. Speaking I mean, of gun season. Because I, I asked uh, Kirk this last week, um, with Veterans Day, it's getting pushed back a week. Obviously, the dudes mm-hmm. don't care about their calendars. Or how, your feelings. Or your feelings. <laughs> how is that going to, uh, I mean, have you thought about that at all? Like how it's going to affect your... I sure have. It gives an extra week for bow season. Yes, there's that. It's going to be this year's bow season with that extra week. You're going to be right in the middle of the rut with a bow it's going to be a golden opportunity for a bow hunter and it's going to suck for a gun hunter that's how it's going to play so you almost need to get it done with a bow i'm a bow guy yeah. i'd much rather do it with a well, bow. me too yeah. i mean yeah don't get me wrong i want to as well i mean you know i've used 308 i've killed a really good buck this year with it mm-hmm. and yeah i was ecstatic but now to take that same buck and shoot it at 20 yards with a bow and kill it it'd be nuts it's just yeah yeah no it's i'm right there with so you. much different feeling i'm right there with you i mean i am so thankful that i did at 50 yards with a gun but to call him and have him come in on a string either by rattling or grunting or he's coming to the mock scrape you made and he's got that scent and he's coming in it's just a rush yeah it's no, right I there i'm still uh i'm t- this year i'm taking the sixth or the tenth off which would have been the traditional week going into gun. And like I said, based off of what I saw at my property last Correct. year. And that's not going to change the yeah, deer movement. It's still going to be the same. It. That's why I'm 100%. The eighth last year out here was lights out with that blood moon. That was the that was the craziest rutting activity I've ever seen with them running yes. so hard. I, I lost count of bucks. I, I mean, I'm sure Colton can attest to I've seen them all over. Yeah. It was just for a week. It was nuts. Yeah. I mean, I, I lost count of how many bucks I encountered that mm-hmm. It was stupid. And then I I hit a twig on, yeah, I hit a twig on one that. Everybody hits that twig. Yeah. It'd be nuts. Yep. I've hit that twig. It's On a monster. It sucked. It does. But that's part of it. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of wondered how that would affect you going into this year. Um, you know. Well. Like I said before, yeah, gun hunters, they're going to hate it. Bow hunters are going to love it. They're going to love it. But 
and the whole realm of things and the whole aspect, how many big deer were just wiped out this year, the first week of gun season? Internet was going nuts. Big deer after big deer after big deer. That was the first week of gun season. This year, that might not happen because it's a week later. Oh, yeah. So, you may have more bigger ones in 24. Yeah. I guess what's going to be weird is So, there's a good and a bad. Yeah. I mean... All that's really changing is the equipment and how you're going to need to be in a bow stand instead of that gun stand. Correct, because the deer aren't going to change. No. It's going to happen regardless what happens. If it's 90 degrees, they're still going to do it. They're going to do it at night, but they're still going to do it. Yeah. So, no, it does regardless of weapon or yeah. it's just that time of year. And, and, you know, like I said, that traditional weekend, like I said, you guys always push me to the swamp. But it's like, okay, is that really going to be the spot that I need to be in? Yes. But it's like, <laughs> I don't really, with how we changed it, it's going to be hard. Now, I can associate with you on this swamp thing finally because <laughs> now I have my own swamp. That is exactly where I'm going to be. I'm not going in there. Until the last week of October, and I'm going to hunt it hard for three weeks. In there. That's my plan. The swamp is it. I'm not setting foot in there except for running a camera. That's what you got to do. I'm leaving it alone until that last week of October oh, when right. that switch flips. Yep. I'll be in there. That's how I play this out here. Because I got that swamp for one deer. Yep. I have two to three other places to kill does. I acquired this for one deer. And I'm gonna play that one by as safe as I, by the book as safe as I can. Yep, makes sense. Yeah, and hoping it pays off because I know what's in there, and there's some good ones in there. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think I'm gonna have to do the same thing. The only thing that's changed really about that that stand I always pull I out of, we moved it about 20 yards in to actual live tree now. That's somewhat on the bank, but you can still hit where they run in that mud right before the water but like i said if they come out there in that water now that 25 shot yard shot i got mm-hmm. probably gonna be 45 45 50 so it's like now what we You're have that? shooting farther <laughs> yeah put a put a buoy on my arrow yeah i'll be practicing 50 yards out here in the yard quite a bit because mm-hmm. i, I know that's see what's you. gonna happen if, oh. he, if he can't see you, took them horns together, and if you get him turning, he'll come right to the tree. Well, and that's the thing, too. You know, they're so used to that stand being up there in the open mm-hmm. all this time. Now it's not there. It's moved up 20 yards into the thick stuff. So now you think they might be walking that bank again. Well, that'll change it, too, because they'll be looking at the other tree, and you're not there. Yeah. Moving them every once in a while, yeah, is a good thing. And it, our, our, our access to that is so clutch. We we cut this hallway through Honeysuckle, go straight to the ladder, and we cut nothing in front of it. So we're not going to be coming back like the normal way. That's we're going to awesome. be able to sneak in through the trail instead of walking through muck and shit where it sucks and makes yeah, all the noise. Uh-huh. We're going to be able to jump right off the main trail straight through this hallway. And what's cool is all that foliage will be underneath our ladders. So yeah. anything looking up, in theory, mm-hmm. shouldn't see us. But what's going to suck is they're already using that fucking, that trail we cut to mm-hmm. go out to the main woods. So now it's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be a straight down deal? Is it going to, you know, unless he steps straight over out in the opening, that'd be awesome to cut up. 
That'd be perfect. Straight down shot's difficult. Yeah. It'd be awful tempting if it was the right one. Oh, I know. I know. It, it's hard to let them walk. I know. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting how it all plays out. Uh, I'm hoping to get it done with a bow this year. It, it's been a minute. But, so am I. I need to redeem myself. It, uh, it needs to happen. Yes, um, most definitely. So, let's jump into, since we're talking about, well, I mentioned our approach there a little bit. So, the little, little thing, surprise we have for you guys that you can put in your gear bag. I'll have uh, one. Yes. The, that, you know, uh, you, you see these a lot. Um, we kind of wanted to make our own thing and something from us that you guys can keep on you in the field, which we think is pretty cool. Uh, so everybody's heard of wind checkers and you know whatnot. It comes in the little bottles. Well, the bottles that they sell them in the store, they're just under an ounce. We're selling them at two ounces. Um, and like I said, it's just, you know, you shake, give it a shake real quick. And then Matt said, what, two fingers and a thumb? <laughs> two and fingers you, and a thumb. You give it a puff and uh, you yeah, know what you call that? good. You know what you call that? What's that? Blue collar ghost. <laughs> Blue collar ghost. There. Yes, sir. I like that. Look at that. Um, I, I don't have the labels yet. Labels will be coming in this week. Uh, just you guys know how shipping and stuff is. Uh, we just got all the product minus the labels, so uh, we'll, we'll post that up on our page. Uh, just a little thing you guys can take out in the field and represent us a little bit. And uh, like I said, it's going to be more cost effective. Like I said, we're selling two ounces, and they're selling under an ounce. So uh, Correct, and always a good thing to have because the wind always changes oh, yeah. no matter what you do. But we like it. So... Uh, just something cool you can add to the gear bag. That's something I wanted to do. Um, and you can represent us while you're doing it. So, Most definitely. We'll post that up, let you guys know. Let's jump into the unboxing. You should probably label that as Ghost. <laughs> you think so? I think like it's that? cool, yeah. <laughs> I think you should. Uh, River City Baits. These guys came on a couple weeks back. Shout out. Uh, shout out to them. Fort Wayne Company making soft plastics, not only for summertime, but for ice fishing as well. And I thought that was pretty damn cool. I was sold as soon as Matt put a uh, their 5-inch worm underneath a 5-gallon or a 1-gallon jug of water and lifted it up. And you're definitely not going to do that with all the other competitors. Um like I said, they they try to use every bit of plastic that they uh, most people would throw away their plastic. These guys recycle it, make odd colors that you wouldn't see out in the store, um, one-offs. Um, yeah, pretty impressive as to what they do. I'm gonna open this box because I promised I was gonna do this on the podcast. Thought that'd be pretty neat. Holy moly! One thing I want to say about their packaging, for one, I got bubble wrapped, uh, a bubble wrapped envelope. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's pretty yeah. neat. So you can tell that these guys actually care about their products. Holy moly. 
bunch of soft plastics. Awesome labeling. Got the Made in the USA sticker on the bottom. Yeah. River City Bates at the top. Uh, let's see here. We got some uh, Twisty Tails. Now this one looks like it's bright pink. Uh, looks like some darts. Maybe for some uh, spring, summertime crappie fishing. And I believe, I swear he said these glow. That is a fact. Uh, so he sent me a, a dark. Did you just do what I thought some, you did? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a kid. Cover with your yeah. hand and an eye. <laughs> yeah, I gotta see it. <laughs> uh, so That's he sent awesome. me a dark green with blue flake. This is more of a translucent, like a glow color, uh, with some purple flake in there. That's pretty neat, actually. I really like that too. Um, ooh. I'm not sure exactly which this one is, but I'm going to have to post pictures of this. I'm sorry, guys. I wish you could be seeing this right now. I definitely I don't know it. if that's a prototype. I might have to hit him up about that. Kind of looks like a salamander, maybe? I'll have to ask him about that one. Uh, another dark reddish pink dart. A beard comb. Oh, dude. <laughs> a beard comb. Dude. Are you kidding me? Use uh, it. Does it work? Oh, look at a that. A beard comb Chrome. with a bottle opener. Engraved River City Baits. Oh, that's killer. A sticker. Everybody loves a sticker. I love those. How they're... Oh, yeah. They're, uh, they got that flake in it. Mm-hmm. Dude, oh, run that through your beard. Dude. See if it works. Oh, I'm sure it does. I'll probably get stuck. <laughs> also, I haven't showered. So oh, dang. Help. Dude, that's sick. These people got beard combs, okay? <laughs> uh, I got a dark, twisty tail. Love that. And some crawdads. Thank you, River City Baits, so much for this care package you sent me. I, I can't appreciate you guys enough. Um, <laughs> like I said, you guys are out of hand. So that, that's pretty neat. Going to throw these in the tackle box. I know my boys are going to be ecstatic when they see these. Uh, they were already really excited about the ice fishing baits, and they wanted to springtime fish with those, so we did a couple weeks back. Uh, definitely going to give these a shot. So check River City Baits out, all your soft plastic needs. Um, you can get a hold of them on Facebook. It's James Martin and Matt Rains. They also have a website, rivercitybase.com. Uh, they got a TikTok, and they also have the Facebook page. So go check those guys out. Can't appreciate you guys enough. Moving on from that, uh, do you have any bucks from last year that you think made it through that you might be able to chase? I know you were touching for one buck. Um, <laughs> uh, let me set up the question. Uh-huh. Um, so you have... Any targets that you can think of possibly made it that you might be able to chase this 2023 season? I know of five. Huh? I know of five at Claypool. Um, that's yeah. Nice. That's, well, and I think the one at Chuck's that got away this year. But, yeah, on the last time I went hunting, which is right around Christmas, I was walking out of Claypool. I think it was the last day of 
muzzleloader. I went out there for one last hoorah in the ground blind. Oh, yeah. Didn't see crap. So, night ended, a little bit of snow on the ground. I was walking out down the tracks, as always in a fence row. I just happened to look up, and I caught deer move. Next thing I know, five bucks walk out of the fence row 30 yards from me. Oh, my God. 30 yards, five bucks, just on the side of the fence row from me. They all stepped out, single final line, and all looked over at me. I picked out four of them. One of them was a little one. Four of them were big. They were the four that I've been watching all this past season. Damn. They all made it through at that point. Fresh sleep. Yeah. Fingers made it, which was a really good eight where I shot high tower. He's next in line. Um, the only one I didn't see and didn't see this year at all was that really old seven-pointer I named Tank. I had him on camera in the early season. I didn't see him in the season or any time, so I don't know. We'll find out in August if he's still alive or not when I'm running cameras. July. I'm just waiting for that. But, yeah, as of Claypool, a lot of them made it. That's good. I still know of four that are shooters. We, uh... We stayed out of the woods here after I killed on Thanksgiving, but I left my cams run, and I found out that secondary chase, at least in my woods, looked to be December 3rd. Yeah, it was. And we even, when we were driving down the road uh, towards Fort Wayne, there was a buck chasing the doe straight across the highway, and that was pretty neat. The boys got to see that, but got a picture of this real nice eight-pointer, Right at his ears. Not crazy. I mean, he's probably that three-year-old age. But he wasn't the deadhead I picked up. So, <laughs> Well, that's good. So, in theory. Yeah, how big is he going to be this year? <laughs> oh, massive, man. Yeah. Can't wait to chase him. No, uh, that's a good deadhead, though. Oh, that's a good find. He's underneath the thing out there. Just letting the earth do the work. But, uh, so, if he can make it through, that'd be awesome. Uh... Like I said, the amount of bucks I did see that I didn't draw my bow on just because of what I saw in the stand. Um, you know, this year they, in theory, should be bigger, which would trip my trigger. Um, Correct. Also, up at, you know, the reduction area, saw a really nice buck. Mario didn't shoot him, I didn't shoot him, so if he can stay off the highway, that'd be awesome. Um, they had a coyote team come through and they shot some dogs. Um, Good. There was, they killed one exactly on our property, but apparently mm. he, he had access to all that, like running along the highway. So, yeah. um, but he for sure killed one off our property. So that's nice. Um, yeah, yotes gotta go. So, and, and we know we got some pretty decent genetics, uh, should be looking pretty. There's always... You know, once the time comes, obviously anything can change. But what's pretty cool about running these cameras these last couple years, and I don't know if it's just because of the spots I'm putting them in, but it seems like the bucks we're getting on camera, at some point during the season, I come across them. I don't know if that's happenstance. 
Um, obviously, the rut, you know, you're going to get your random guys, or maybe you might see one that you not have on camera. But it seems like whatever I pick up in the summertime, I see them some point during the year. Yeah. And, uh, mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's one point I want to make. Um, you might not have a buck on camera, and you might never have them on camera, but you kind of need to save that image in your mind because one of the bucks that uh, someone shot, I, and this is what's crazy, and this is how I know he's old. It was uh, the first year after they let rifle in. So would that be 2017 with the second year rifle, right? I don't remember. It might have been. I think 16. I knew it was somewhere in. in there. Anyway, it was, I'm pretty sure it was 2017. I was out here on a muzzleloader hunt. Uh, I already shot my buck tag. It was muzzleloader time. It was that secondary chase. And I remembered this buck went straight out wide. Didn't wrap around, straight out wide. Well. Those are cool. Fast forward to... 20, let's see, was 21 when we shot the weird looking bucks? 20. 20. So 20. Okay, so 21. Yeah, the brothers, Yep. they so, look identical. <laughs> so 20, 21, so 17 to 18, 18 to 19, 19 to 20, the 21 is when this buck I'm talking about got shot. I seen him in 2017. Mm-hmm. So, if I seen him and he looked Decent back then, he's probably what two and a half, something like that. So, two and a half, three and a half, four and a half, five and a half. Let's push him six years old. That yeah. year is when he was shot. So, I know that's a lot to hold on to, but if you can pick a buck, and like I said, that stuck in my mind because that buck went straight out wide. Yeah. And I kicked him up to that season and all that stuff. That's the same buck that I had an encounter with at 25 yards, couldn't do nothing about it. He was walking through the water. I wasn't expecting him to come behind me through the water, but mm -hmm. he was going to be on the bank. Like I said, it's cool. I think it's awesome. The 2021 season, I did get pictures of him. We named him Uprights. Uh, we were going after him, everything. It's just, we didn't kill him. But what I'm trying to advise anybody that is listening, just because you don't have a deer on camera, you really need to slow it down and remember what you are seeing out in the field because... You know, a couple years down the road, or maybe in that next year, oh, hey, that's that weird seven point. It's got a hook on the end. Or, yeah. You know, that's the one with the kicker, or whatever it may be. It's just something that I think is pretty beneficial. You know, especially if you look at the scenario, oh, well, he hung out around the swamp. You know, and that was 2017. Ended right. up getting, you know, killed not far from it. Just like Hightower. I followed him for three years. I had a chance at him the second year. Well, he took off. And then the next year, I finally finished it with a gun. But yep. that was a three-year history. That's fun. That's the first time I ever got to do that. Yeah. The same deer, two years of sheds, killed the deer. Yeah, well, four and a half. And then, like like you mentioned, that shed I found, I did not have one camera picture of him. I found him dead on the ground. Now, did he get shot late? And died of infection on the, you know, on on our side somewhere. Yeah, you'll never know. But the thing of it is, that buck came from somewhere. 
Mm-hmm. So these deer travel, so you might, you know, be lucky enough to kill a buck that you don't even have on camera. But I guess what I'm trying to advise is really slow it down and try to put those deer in the memory bank if you can. So. They're there. Oh, yeah, they're there. <laughs> they're in my memory bank. They're on pictures. They're, yeah. I've, it's been a blast <laughs> keeping track. And it's the ones you can't score on that really burn in your head. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're so. unkillable. <laughs> yep. Just True like the legends. one, the one I named Superman three years ago. He's been on camera twice at night. That's it. He was on camera in twenty. He was on camera this year. Standing right by my mock scrape. I've never seen that deer yet in daylight, nor during the season. But he's a monster. I named him Superman. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's gonna die of old age. <laughs> he might. He might not. But. uh yeah, just little little things that maybe I think too deep about it, but I guess that's why I started this it's podcast. I eat and breathe it. So that's right. It's a passion. You're born. It's in you. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the whole <laughs> the whole wind checker thing. Like I was explaining to a guy when we had those bad storms roll through. Uh, you know, he's like, "Why are those Why are those pockets in the in the clouds going up?" And I was like, "Well, that's thermal." Mm-hmm. He's like, what do you mean? I said, well, in the morning, typically, those thermals rise, and at night, they sink down. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, how do you know that? I was like, well, I deer hunt. Mm -hmm. I I live and breathe by my weather app. Exactly. If those those thermals are rising or lowering, and, you know, they can be anywhere from 28 to 31, whatever, uh, that's how I base my hunt, base where I sit. I mean, he's like, oh, dang, that's pretty cool. I was like, yeah. I watch the weather every day during season. Yep. Every day. Oh, I'm like the meteorologist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right now, I could care less. But... That's right. It's, it's wet. It's sunny. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. uh, you know, just little things you pick up on that you don't really... Like, I was having a full-blown conversation about with this man about thermals. And, you know, he's like, well, Jesus Christ, why do you work here? He's like, you should be on the weather channel. I was like, oh. <laughs> but I didn't have to work from, you know, October no. to January. <laughs> this ain't for the weather channel. This is for deer. Yeah. <laughs> So, just little crazy things. And if you don't know about thermals, you should probably start looking into them. It, it, it's probably going to change changer. your life. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely going to change your hunt. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's why we got morning spots, evening spots, you know, all different kinds of spots. But uh, That's right. And people who say it doesn't matter, it, it matters. Oh, 100%. I've seen it. It's proven me. Mm-hmm. Um, did start the... The mineral spot last weekend took the boys out there, put down a big time block, put that buck jam on it, saved half the jug for the next one because I have a feeling they're going to tear through it pretty quick. Um, and I go up to Michigan on Saturday to the Bills. We're going to do a little bit of woods cleanup to prep for the season. Like I said, with gun season getting pushed back, that uh, our opener is the same time frame is their opener and mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm gonna throw some bow sits up there instead um i don't know how i'm gonna approach it i'm taking the three days off before thanksgiving because we get thanksgiving and black friday off so mm-hmm. i'll have that for that six through the tenth and then i'll skip that week and then i'll do well what should have been gun season i'll be off through uh thanksgiving 
So I'll still be off for like the, basically our first week of gun season. But, hit it. Yeah. So anyway, Just we're going up there it. doing some prep. Um, I really want, and we'll go back up there in the summer. What's your go-to day on November? What is the day you have to be in the tree in November? Well, it's kind of, it's tough because I killed my biggest November 1st. Um, but like I said, based off of last year for sure validated it, that that time frame somewhere around the 8th, I was going to say the 7th. If you ain't in the woods, I don't know what you're doing. The 7th just seems to be, yeah. Yeah. The 7th all day. Yep. That week, if you can take any week off, which I think that's, what, technically the second week of November. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not really that Halloween area, which that can be good, too. All right. That four-day stretch around Halloween before November 1st. What day? Must you be in the tree? You saying minus October, minus Halloween? So before Halloween? Before Halloween, the thirtieth through the twenty fifth through the thirtieth. What is that one day that you should be in a tree? Well, I know. Obviously, every year it changes the dates on what day it actually falls. But I know Halloween's on a Monday this year. But it always seems like that weekend. That's right. Like, button up to Halloween, like those couple days before. The 27th. It's like, it's like, damn, I wish I took Halloween off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've hunted Halloween. I've never had any luck. Yeah. But a couple days before Halloween, like the 27th, mm-hmm. they're, they're that's feeling what, it. That's what I'm they're saying. They're feeling it. Yeah, they're, they're seeking. Yeah. And, you know, I always wish Buck for that parade. one more day. Yeah. yeah. And I can't hunt Halloween evening because I have kids, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Mario and I are out there just... You know, taking the kids out while well, he stays there and passes out candy. But we have a party at his house, and so he doesn't even hunt Halloween. Uh, yeah, it's just that time frame's really good. But there's some there's something about that second week in November, I think. Yeah. And I also think that's why you know our gun season typically is right there. It has always been the best week in Indiana for buck movement. That second week in November, right before gun season, yep. weekend to weekend is like. They're just everywhere. I need to get one of those clickers where I, before I go out, I can click it and count <coughs> how many sits I actually throw. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, I do think I probably sit more than than most people that we know. Uh, so it's kind of unfair because any chance I can get to go hunt, I'm going. Oh, that's um, me. Right. Yeah, right, but I'm I, saying I'm saying outside our group, you know what I mean? Like, I I think we might hunt more than most people during the season, maybe. Uh, also, it depends on your job, well, how much depends, time you yeah, can get off. Yeah, depends on your job. Your like, like I said, I'm not. It's not really that relatable because, like I said, if I wanted to, I can slip into a stand that's. 30 yards inside the woods mm-hmm. and I'm in with bulletproof access every time. So, yeah, you know, I have that going for me, which some guys might not cause they have public or other private. They got to drive to, you know, mm-hmm. so that that's so like when you say, you know, do you have to be in the woods? Well, my, my, my truthful answer, my truthful answer is anytime I obviously like you, anytime we can get out and go do it. But like the hot times, 
I would pick those days button up to Halloween mm-hmm. in that second week of November. Somewhere between that, like this year, it's the 6th and the 10th. That whole weekend, oh, yeah. weekend to weekend. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever that is, the 4th through the 11th, you, I'd be sitting. If you can, and usually That's... I put a post up on our page, I'll be like, if you can get in the woods, get in it right now. I've that's what I've trained my cousin on the week before gun season. You need to be in a stand. He's taking his vacation religiously every year like yep. that in the river bottom. I and he sees big ones. And who turned me and on he's to that him. was uh, Mario. Um, like he's been hunting forever, and I'm, I'm I you know I would use my vacation time. And he'd be like, well, "Why aren't you just taking the week off going in the gun?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I thought." Best week in northern and, Indiana. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I should probably start doing what he's doing <laughs> yeah, for a reason. Yeah. I mean, he didn't exactly tell me why, <laughs> but he's been doing it all this time, you know, and it's like, well, you better. So, sure, shit, here I am. I take that week off going in. Yeah. I don't know if he's doing, I don't know if he's pushing his week back just because of what's going on, but at the same time, I don't know. The man's, the man's done it for years where he's taken that week off and not killed anything. Um, so, and like this time, you know, he, I believe he took it off, but he shot a monster in gun season. Yeah. Which again is going into, you know, like we were saying, take the week off going into. Yes. So. Yeah. There's something to be said about that. You said earlier about, you know, having a spot, you know, 30 yards in the woods quick to get to. Mm -hmm. I finally got that. This new swamp that I acquired is seven minutes from the house oh perfect i mean yeah this i'm i'm really stoked about this this year yeah it's real close and that and that's what's cool too because like if you can if you can find yourself a spot to where you have not too many worries on wind i mean like i said we have one stand out here it just seems like no matter what i mean we've had grandpa drive through the woods drop off leaves go back inside <laughs> and you know here comes last 30 minutes here comes deer mm-hmm. so like i said <clears throat> it might not be relatable to everybody but maybe in this off season you guys can look at your woods and be like oh it might not be a bad burner spot you know um just i i don't know the more the more you can get in there the more you're gonna learn that's all i know that's exactly right and like can't said, learn it from the couch Mm-hmm. And like I said last weekend with, with Kirk, you know, it might have been my, I wouldn't say, like, yeah, it was a rough, it was a rough beginning. I still killed deer. deer. I'm grateful for that. It's not how I wanted it to go. And I learned a lot because of that. Not only the mistakes I made. Now, here's the secret about deer hunting. It never goes how you want it to no. go. And we that is the hyped. secret. We thought we had them. We thought we had them pegged, but uh, and just when you've had enough and you're at your lowest low, boom, there he is. Yep. Ten seconds, he's standing right there. Yep. Season changed. Right exactly. There. Mine flipped around in ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Horrible season. Almost fell asleep. Opened my eyes and there he stood in front of me, already standing there at fifty yards. There you go. Ten seconds, it was over. And I hunted my butt off for a month and a half. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it, uh, it hit the feels, that's for sure, when I shot my buck this year. Because 
like I said, you think of sitting from September, all the misses. Yeah, you start sooner than I do because you do reduction. All the bull crap that I had to go through. Yeah. And and even like outside of hunting, the truck I had to total the you <laughs> know just everything. I was like, nothing's going good. Then all of a sudden, bam, he's dead. Yeah, you had a string of heller, <laughs> it was heller good. luck. No, I hope that's uh, got the cat off my back. For a couple, couple I hope years. so. Do not cross a black cat's path. No. Yeah, no. your your bad season should be out of the way now. Oh yeah, we're hoping, but uh, should be pretty exciting here. Got turkey ramping up. Youth season's coming. Shoot him in the face. I think that's next. Maybe no, it's two weekends. I think two weekends yes. still youth. And uh, I can't believe it's already here. The 26th. Boys are itching to go. Uh, so that would be nice. I'm hoping we can finally kill one. I've, it's a never-ending curse that I haven't been able to break yet, but I'm hoping this is the Don't year. Don't feel bad. I haven't either. Yeah, it's insane. Um, but so. it's something new. I yeah. stepped into it. I'm self-teaching myself. I've gotten a few calls. and I practice and stuff, but I'm one of those idiots that I'm going to go out and do it with a bow. It's just me. Helps if you got the birds in the springtime, too. Yes. Because ours typically are migrated out of here in springtime. But uh, all during bow season, they're, they're around you until you buy that fall tag. Found that out the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't know how many times I've sat in a tree here in the last couple of years in bow season. Right at the end of October, turkeys right in front of me. Big Tom's just straight oh, yeah. by. Oh, yeah. Once you buy a tag, though. Nope. Uh, 2014, 2015, I was at a buddy's hunting, and no joke, I climbed up in this tree, sitting there waiting on daybreak, and all of a sudden my tree shakes. It goes like that. It wasn't like a huge tree, obviously, but it goes like this. Scared the, scared the <laughs> it's a absolute bear. piss out of me. It's a bear. This Tom flies out of the tree <laughs> and lands down, and I'm like, you didn't even gobble. <laughs> scared the crap out of me, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So we're excited for that. Uh, do you have any other closing statements you want to make here before we wrap this up? Yeah. Uh, back to the page I started. Mm-hmm. Defactor Outdoors. Everybody wants to check that out and look it up. Feel free. Um, I could take as many followers as anybody will give me. Yep. Yeah, I am linked with blue collar whitetail we will share back and forth um and that is where you will find the nose down deer scents hats shirts apparel cover scents attractants i'm going to be a seller this year get a hold of me message me on facebook message me on deer factor on my regular page at matt dossman um or yeah um just going to see where it goes. Right. A new adventure, but uh, like I said, I'm first and foremost a blue-collar whitetail staffer, and I always will be. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a different page, but we're just getting it all out there. Yep. Time's ticking. I mean, we all love the same thing. We all do the same thing, and we're always talking. Yeah. Putting our brains together, trying to figure out these deer who don't really care about your feelings. No, they don't. No, they will leave you crying. Yep. So, but uh, yeah, like new adventures said. this year. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be wild. Again, another new property for 
us to share and see how it goes. Now me and Jake have something in common with swamps yep. that we can swamp donkeys. Uh, swamp donkeys. We can share back and forth and give some intel and try to figure them out. Hell yeah! So yeah, check out his page, D Factor Outdoors, that nose down sense. Um, like I said, check our page out. We got the uh, Ghost by Blue Collar Whitetails coming out. Yeah, so I'm excited about it. It's the wind checker for you guys. You can keep in your bag this season. Also, go over to River City Baits. Uh, check out their Facebook page, their TikTok page. Also, their website, rivercitybaits.com. If you cannot find that somehow, which would be very hard to <laughs> believe. Um, James Martin, Matt Rains, go check those boys out. Fort Wayne Company pumping out the soft plastics. Appreciate Fishing season's about here. Oh yeah, and uh, they got some durable baits, and I cannot wait to uh, put these baits to the test that they sent out to me. Can't appreciate you guys enough. So you know where we stand, and deer don't really care about our feelings. No, we'll see you guys next time. We're out.